Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Valley Cast. Today, we have a very special guest by the name of Noah Grossman. Noah Grossman, everybody. Hi, Noah. Hey. Hi. Apollo. Hi, Elliot. Hi, Joe. Hi, everyone else. Hey, is Joe. <laughs> Applause, Noah, everywhere. Noah, how are you? What? How's your uh, How's your quarantine going? You look very. Uh, you look like you're on the set of a fun Nickelodeon show. Oh yeah. I love yeah. it. So this is one of my many projects during quarantine. Um, yeah, I painted a wall. I designed it. <laughs> you painted like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is teamwork. So uh, it was myself and my girlfriend. We designed it, picked out the colors and stuff. And then we started painting it. We were about 80% done. And then uh, my mom snuck in late at night with uh, the paintbrushes and finished it because I guess she wanted to be a part of it, which, like, thank you for the help. Oh. But um. That's nice. Did, did you did it that she was doing it? That Weird, is the uh, sweetest yeah, mom thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's, <laughs> was she just worried it, that you it, weren't going to be able that you were going to not do it that you were just going to get bored and stop? Listen, I'll admit that I took four weeks longer than I thought I would. <laughs> that's my part of it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so cool though. Did you do but, like? Uh, did you make stencils or did you like? For our listeners no, that no, aren't watching is... the video, I mean, Noah's wall looks like a splattering of splatters and Nickelodeon logos and all different colors, but all the colors work really complementary. Yeah, it's like uh, sea anemones, anemones, sea yes. anemones. anemones. Uh, they're no frequenting with you. each other on a background, a sea of black. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Fair- essentially, I just drew blobs with my girlfriend. And uh, then as you paint the layers on top of it, you're able to shape it slowly but surely into a better form than you started with. So cool. if you saw how it started, you'd be like, how could this ever work? But uh, yeah, but it works. I definitely have. I have no idea how it uh, how it works, but very cool. Did you do that as a as intentionally to be a background for being a guest on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did like it did. just in time. That's awesome. Just in time. That's so cool. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, how, Dude, I would do anything for you. I love how Steve was. um, Remember how Steve was kind of like our weird, like alt right camera angle on the last thing we filmed with Steve. Noah's like the alt right version of somebody that just has Nickelodeon conspiracy theories. (laughs) Like that's it. Mm -hmm. And there are (laughs) that is so fun. (laughs) Like five G definitely turned SpongeBob gay. Like one hundred percent. Yeah, but I hate it. Like that's my point of view. Yeah, yeah, like, you hate yeah, everything. I may or may yeah. not have. <laughs> you hate it. You just talk about points. it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really bugs me. <laughs> how's the rest of uh, how are things going? How's how are you holding up in all of this? How's your twenty twenty? Twenty. Okay, so let I guess just a rant about myself. So please, uh, God, so. <laughs> I try, I guess, to do little charity things when I can because I have a friend who does like little, not little, he's a tech entrepreneur, so he builds kind of ways for charities to raise money by like connecting with people who have fan bases and stuff like that. Cool. So prior, uh, Uncle Joe, you might remember this. I did uh, the Fruit Face Challenge back in 2015. I remember the uh, Fruit where Face we raised Challenge. Meals. Yeah, for yeah. No Kid Hungry. Uh, yeah, is that what it is? Oh, my God. But – uh. So we started this year, we wanted to do something uh, in order to help homeless people or people experiencing homelessness is the correct term that uh, I learned because I got educated on the topic, which is I amazing. just read that the, but, other, um, the other day. I was like, oh, okay. I guess well, that makes sense. I like that. Yeah, That's a nice talk about change. it. Yeah. Talk about it to me as if I don't know what you're talking about, which I don't. And I know there's other people. What do you, you say experiencing oh, yeah. homelessness well, because it's less of a... Uh, 
Yeah, it's like you're it's a yeah, descriptionless it's, person. Like you are a person yeah. who's experiencing homelessness rather than gotcha. being like yeah. you in and of yourself are a homeless. I, that's my understanding, but you probably know way yeah, more. Yeah, 100%. About it well, no, it, it's exactly that. It's like both trying to not be uh, rude from the get-go and tell someone what they are and label them because the moment that you label them, especially when it's like someone who's labeled in a class that needs support, you're always going to kind of run into kind of a, a difficult conversation always. Yeah. And then it's also not to be patronizing from the viewpoint of someone who wants to help, you know, I'm mm -hmm. not a homeless person. I'm someone experiencing homelessness. Like, thank you for your help. But like, I'm not, it just makes it easier, the, the conversation and more respectful. It uh, avoids a lot. Never would have thought about it in a million years till yep. I mm -hmm. read about it and was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Because if I was experiencing homelessness, mm -hmm. I would hate for people to automatically assume that I, it sounds like an end point. It, it sounds, sounds like, like yeah. what you are. It. Yeah, if that's yeah. your descriptor, mm -hmm. it's very hard to to overcome that description. And then there's a bunch of um, you know side descriptors that ride with that automatically. You know. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I totally get it because. Yep. 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 Yeah. Anyway, what was sorry, the other one? No. The 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 other uh, term that I learned was neighbors in need, which I thought was cool too because it you know there's there's a lot of different types nice, uh, yeah. of homelessness that people experience. Um, so yeah, because sometimes, or it is actually your neighbors that are in need. It's not random people. It's a total yeah. state so, yeah. of mind about how you're going to look at it all. Because if you go the other route, you're, yeah. you're, you're creating an unnecessary hierarchy in the situation where you are automatically on top and you look at things differently. But if you're looking at it as a community, as a whole, and you're at, that, like the, what the neighbors in need uh, assumes that you are dealing with a community and not how we treat uh, homelessness a lot right now which almost seems like yeah. um, a disease and something that is not wanted within the community and then you don't think about it that way yep mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. so uh our goal the campaign that we came up with was called delivering kindness and uh we kind of chose that angle because we thought number one it's a concept that people can get around where with delivering kindness we would raise funds in order to essentially have a day where we would deliver pizzas um to skid row but uh, we thought that it would be a cool way to get a brand involved because we thought a pizza brand, that's something kind of easy to hop onto. Um, if we created a campaign that we could try to get a brand involved and they could pretty much just say, yes, why wouldn't we do this? Um, we're like, no money's involved. Just, you know, help us by matching pizzas and, and coordinating the day. So um, this was basically in the middle of January that we started this, beginning of February. And by the way, in the background of all of this, the world is, you know, knowing coronavirus is happening. And we're hearing little inklings of it, but of course we have uh, someone very special in charge. And I don't mean that in any derogatory way. I just mean like this is such an extreme case of leadership that it wasn't really on the forefront at the time. So we kept planning and planning. And uh, a bunch of my followers on Twitter helped me in tweeting at different pizza brands um, and Pizza Hut got involved. And this was right around my birthday, I want to say. So essentially February 14th. And that's also when kind of coronavirus became the well-known thing and what we needed to fight um, here, both in the United States, but more specifically Los Angeles. We were like mm -hmm. one of the early and still are a large outbreak center. So uh, from there, we kind of took the curveball and made the campaign into something larger. We were, we both understood that A, we can't move forward with this for health reasons, like the city won't let us. And also it's probably better not to gather a bunch of people um, mm -hmm. but also it's whether or not Pizza Hut would still want to be involved when something much larger is going on on the idea of 
a brand wants to be involved to be seen. So uh, yeah, we were like, all right, let's change it. Let's still deliver to people experiencing homelessness, but let's do it through. We were always going to partner with the LA Mission, but let's do it with them distributing um, the pizzas, uh, contactless delivery. We're going to change from any sort of large pizza that you can share. We'll take all the money. Uh, we'll put them into personal pizzas. Um, and then we also added two other locations, which is the Good Samaritan Hospital, because we wanted to support you know surgeons and just general nursing staff. Um, and then we are also delivering to Los Angeles Fire Station 9, which is the fire station that most often responds to skid row calls, but um, is also known nationwide as one of the like most called, most worked uh, stations. So we're going to be oh, able wow. to essentially deliver to frontline workers and still support people experiencing homelessness, which is really cool because it was all done purely by donations from my so, fans. So this is happening. It's still happening. It's still happening. Yes. Oh, great. Yeah, it's still okay. happening. Cool. I cool. 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 Going a different direction. Our current dates. Like... No, no. This is still happening. Great. Our current dates are. Uh, Either the 27th, 28th, or 29th for our actual delivery. And then, of course, the video will be edited and released later. But Dude, uh, we're doing awesome, one man. day, yeah, all contactless deliveries to these three locations. Um, it's, it's really amazing. We raised $1,200, which is cool because huh. Pizza Hut is essentially matching that yeah. equally. And Two then, things. So it's uh, going to be awesome. One, um, commendable way to take curveballs and just work with them, and you didn't let it make uh, – your endeavor a lesser endeavor you 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 grew from it so that's freaking awesome and uh inspiring and what are you you're like 15 right now you're still man what you're a leader what you're doing is that you're innovative and you're a leader and it's awesome and uh, i'm proud of you that's super and sweet secondly what kid do you need help do, can people sign up like is there anything that you would need from uh, our listeners or can our listeners do anything or can people help out in any way from here on so, out? so yeah thank you um Really, at this point, we've kind of ended fundraising. You can still check out the website um, at pixelbank.com slash Noah, P-I-X-L bank.com slash, and then you got to use a lowercase n when you spell my name. But uh, you can just check out the campaign. Um, technically, you could still donate, but at this time, we've kind of locked in the amount. Your money will still go towards the campaign. But uh, really, the, the way to support would be to look out for the video when it comes out. Um, because we would love to kind of get a lot of support behind it, make it maybe like a nationwide thing where maybe another pizza brand wants to do something similar. Not that I'll be involved with it, but kind of make a, almost like a little competition thing maybe between yeah. brands um, or cities where maybe other influencers will be involved. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, just support it when it comes out. That would be amazing. Dude, very cool, man. That's amazing. Good for you. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Follow up on the the tech side of it all. You were saying the guy that you're working with, he does this a lot for um, anybody looking to do fundraising or charitable type um, programs. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, like not at all as an ad. Uh, so my friend Christian Johnson, he's uh, basically a tech entrepreneur and a CEO of his company, but uh, they develop and have worked with large brands like Disney and Marvel. I guess those are now the same, but uh, in creating... <laughs> interactive fundraisers um, where kind of people get involved by posting a photo, um, but also kind of using their photo in order to fundraise for the campaign itself. Um, and the current iteration of the technology is pixelbank.com, which is cool because it's for literally anyone, but specifically for influencers of any size. Um, oh, cool. But essentially you can start any campaign that you want. It doesn't have to be for charity. I wanted mine to be for charity, but it can be like, hey, help me you know, get a new camera or, or like help me support yeah. my audio equipment. 
it's meant to be a way similar to Patreon, but more short term where it's like a one time thing, but you can keep your page and keep changing what you're raising money for. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, it's just like a different avenue for influencers who want to try to grow and keep going and interact with their audience base, but also have their audience help them kind of yeah. do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. It's a crowd fund, Either. like a, like a short term crowdfunding uh, situation, yeah. but I like what you did with it because you're like, yeah, I'll take my pictures. I'll do the narcissist thing, but I'll do it for other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah. And thanks, you, you, uh, thanks for spreading kindness. Yeah. You've been busy yeah, too. So you did that. And then you were just texting yeah. me earlier this week. Tell Noah also developed an app and I wanted to kind of oh, talk Joe, just, about just so you that? know, Joe, you found your microphone. Oh, Before was I... we hit record, we were trying to <laughs> yeah. figure out how AirPods work and we figured it out when you did that. That was like, we were in your ear with you. That was cool. It felt, that was a very, yeah. like, I feel like I need a shower. Uh, uh, but Noah developed an app. I want to talk about the, the app itself, but then also kind of like the, the ups and downs and the craziness of, of thinking about an app and brainstorming it and then taking it through the development stage to finally getting it released. Because that's something that I've never done. Yeah. Yeah, gladly. So, like, Tell us about that again, now. Thank- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you so much for just letting me talk about myself. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm here. And, and yeah, this month has been crazy. It's been like the month of kind of the months before planning now is when it's all happening. So back three months ago, um, a, a guy named Jimmy, you don't need to know his name. Uh, well, now so we this do. This guy from a company called yeah <laughs> jimmy <laughs> so this guy yeah jimmy i'm not gonna forget it so, type that uh <laughs> basically a company called thunkable sent me an email and they are a company that came out of some uh, like google incubation program or something like that from mit but also some tech workers from like alibaba and this one used to work at facebook or something like that who knows but um so they're a new tech company, and they developed this technology called Thunkable, where Thunkable is their technology. I don't know how to speak. But essentially, it is another way in order to create apps. So instead of going in and directly coding, it's um, like another way to do it. It's almost like if you're making a slide presentation, you might use PowerPoint. So like if you're yeah. making an app, you might want to use Thunkable because it makes it much more easy. You can plug certain things in. There's certain you know, already presets or themes or it, it just helps. It's like, uh, it's um, like those websites builders that are out there now, like Wix, where it's just like plug yeah, in your yeah. thing here, 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 you got a website, but it's like this for making an app. Yeah. Cool. So cool. Makes it a lot easier. Um, and then past that, I was working directly with Jimmy and his team and they were directly doing the, the coding. We don't need I was to know like his name. backseat driving. <laughs> Stop saying his name, Noah. <laughs> I can't. Uh, so yeah so we developed an app and our original pitch and this was like two months ago now this was even before the talks of reopening and now reclosing everything because why would we open um great question we called it quarantine (laughs) it's a very someone needs to answer it Uh, so (laughs) we called it quarantine truth or dare Um, Because it was supposed to be kind of like a play on both social distancing and also using quarantine to kind of say, like, it's the freshest version. Like, now you know that it's modern. It's instead of putting 2020 on it, it's quarantine. You know what's happening. Yeah, Um, like, truth, are you in quarantine or dare take a step outside? Dead. Like, that was the whole (laughs) game. 
<laughs> straight up. No. Um, but uh, we got denied initially. We totally got denied after we built the app. Um, and they were like, this sucks um, because you mentioned COVID. You can't mention COVID at all. So when you like, say okay, denied you mention- and you, you're using the pronoun they, are you saying like the app stores and stuff? Are you like Apple and all that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let wow. me explain a little more. So yes, when you submit to curious. Google Play, Google Play is done all by robots. Google just approves anything. So it took like three days and they didn't care. Um, as long as it doesn't have like penises in it and it's not for children. Um, yeah. But Apple, they have to have someone look at it. Someone specifically looks at it. And this is no knock to Apple, but anytime you put an app in review, I couldn't help but feel like I had some posh snob on the other end just like knocking my app the you whole time. You think you're going to get into our app store? We have a limited <laughs> no, no. shelf space. <laughs> it was insane so the first thing that we got back was like um oh uh you're breaking guideline like 1.3.7 you can't have mentions of covid at all your app will be completely denied we see in the metadata we can read yeah, that there's mentions that, that statue was actually written in 2001 just makes you think look into it guys <laughs> yeah what date in 2001 how'd they know you don't even want to know but you'll remember it if i told you anyway <laughs> so so we had to change it. And our references to COVID were actually in some of the truths and the dares was like, hey, dare you. One of the random out of like 125 is donate $3 to, you know, the World Wide Relief Fund. They help support COVID relief. And it's like, Ooh, we can't mention it. And it's like, OK, don't turn that really into a game. Or, right. Uh huh. <laughs> but uh, so then we rebranded and we did stay at home. Truth or dare. And we got Brilliant. hit back from that. We got denied, and they told us that it was spam. They were like, you're breaking code, like, 2.4.7. This is spam. spam. We Why don't was like it. Spam? it. spam? That's weird. So hmm. we had to figure it out. So I appealed. I sent a massive appeal because it's like, how is this spam at all? They, they were like, uh, you don't have original features. This is something that exists before. So I was like, okay, this is not okay. We did our research. I was like, truth or dare apps? There are a bunch of them, yes, but none have been updated in, like, the last three years except for one. They all suck. None of them have this <laughs> multiplayer feature where you can play from different phones. You know what I mean? Like really mm-hmm. breaking it down. Like we have a feature where you can submit your own truth or dare. Steve even has some in the game. Um, and they still denied it. They they were like the appeal. We've we've read your appeal and it is still spam. So we were wait, like, wait, wait, all right. wait. Real quick, real quick, real quick. So mm-hmm. the difference between your game and all the other loser truth or dare apps is that all the other loser truth or dare apps were made for a pre-COVID world where you had to be in the same room to truth or dare. But what you did was turn it into what we're doing here on the podcast. And you can do truth or dare in different places and make it a communal thing, even though we're not hanging out. Is that it? Uh-huh. 100%. Yeah. That sounds like spam to me. And that sounds like spam. <laughs> right? I don't know. If that don't ain't know, spam. Technology. If that ain't spam, quick, I don't know what spam is. Jimmy, is that spam? Right? Jimmy says that's spam. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. And basically our technology on top of that is original too because we create rooms that you can then join. So technically you could have a thousand people from all over the world playing together. And you can submit your own truth or dares that then get sent to me and I approve them. That cool. then go into the app. So technically, the whole world could play with each other. They didn't like that pitch at all. It was still spam. Still so, spam. So still sounds like spam to me. Still sp- Jimmy, still <laughs> yeah. spam? Jimmy says it's still, still spam. spam. Uh, it's uh, That's a pretty broad definition of spam. <laughs> that's hard to get around. Yeah. And it hurts your feelings because you're waiting days <laughs> and you get emails. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Your app is in review. Your app is being reviewed. There's a message for you. Log in. 
see your message and then you like log in and it's just red and it's like spam oh yeah, yeah. it's like this your is app unoriginal. is yeah your app is another word for garbage and trash and things <laughs> yes. that people don't like <laughs> also we went over your personally looked at it <laughs> p.s we went over you know, your admissions yeah. uh thesis and you are not <laughs> getting into stanford <laughs> exactly <laughs> just yeah. Like, yeah um I like my favorite thing about the Truth or Dare app that you've described so far is just you um, just secretly trying to insert dares to better people's lives and make them all more altruistic. <laughs> like, dare. Be yeah. a, <laughs> yes. Practice minimalism <laughs> for, for three weeks and get back and tell us about your experience. Yeah. What was it? So for the charity thing, they didn't want the specific name of the charity involved or like you couldn't take people's money and give it to a so charity. So we as couldn't, app. no, we could not, uh, well, number one, we kind of removed most of the direct references um, yeah. to the charities and what they do. But uh, we also removed COVID quarantine um, and all mentions of truth or dare just, just to avoid it. Um, but it was all actually for the better because it forced us to kind of relook at the app, redesign it a little bit. And I think come up with a better version that we call now, the app, which is out officially on both Google Play and the App Store, is called Introverts and Extroverts. Yeah. That ain't truth or dare, I'm baby. i look it up right now. Mm -mm. No. What's and, the difference? Uh, essentially, the pitch is that there are uh, introvert and extrovert challenges, which are similar to truth or dares. Um, still has the same core mechanics of truth or dare, but is kind of rebranded in uh, a little bit of a different way in the sense of a lot of these are kind of exactly what they are like introvert Ooh. or extrovert challenges um, we found it elliot found taken. it oh you found it bam hey. uh, this is version see. one may i uh, may i read some of the reviews oh my god i have not looked at any of them already reviewed the one review absolutely wow okay, here we let's go do it. One ladies review. and gentlemen valley valley cast exclusive elliot morgan reads noah grossman's oh first review on his yeah. first app ever here we These go the puts for wall street if you're looking to invest in this particular app the review says this is a great game it is really cool and fun to play cue wow. the music everybody I want you to know <laughs> i was really nervous and i that makes me feel so good five, yeah, stars. five stars wow thank you Dude, Whoever take it down now. It. Take it down oh, now. There's only, only a couple Shit, people sorry. know about this is it. Zillow. I opened Zillow. Let me do a different <laughs> one. Nobody's. Oh, this is bad. Yeah, I'm not reading these. Yeah. This makes me happy. This is cool, man. It's got your name right here. Uh, so are you, like, pivoting into being, like, a businessman? Uh, Maybe. I think it's more so just trying to explore avenues that – I'm able to find like I've been able to find such unique doors due to like the path that I've taken um, in both like being an actor and also like I don't know what it really is to be like an internet influencer. I'm not huge, but I also didn't necessarily like go into it with that intent. So trying to find a way to make myself happy and also make cool things along the way because I Good just think that's you. such an interesting opportunity. So I have to take it. Yeah, you have to, because if you look back one day and you're like, oh, I had an opportunity to do anything and everything I possibly wanted to do, and then you don't do it, yeah, you're going to have a bad, that's a bad time, I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I'd rather be, you know, homeless or experiencing homelessness, Experiencing homeless, yep. Right. Um, and, and have 
nice memories or know that I tried something, then I don't know what the alternative would be. Well, what and you're not do? Oh, not go ahead, Alec. No, after you, Joe. Please. No, I was just gonna say it's it's good, and I think it's a it's a good lesson for anybody that wants to do what you tripped into, which is being an online influencer entertainer. A lot of them don't realize the and don't take advantage of the extra step ahead that gets you. You get to you you can fast forward in some of these endeavors and a lot of people don't whether that's fear or just not realizing what it is you're taking the little the little head start that you have and you're making the most of it yeah trying to but do you Trying my best do you think what we do is cool <laughs> i dude you guys are straight up inspiration hello <clears throat> uh, hey there he is steve there goes everybody <laughs> As you know, I am the creator oh, no. of the Ice and Fire Books, upon which, which HBO's television series well, if he's Game of one. Thrones <laughs> no. was based. Emphasis on was. I don't even recognize the <laughs> goddamn thing anymore. God damn it. <sighs> yes, this is author George R. Martin. <laughs> hey, George, it's Dan and David is, from HBO. We can't get you the audio. Is, it, is, is he recording his own audio? Uh, I don't know. Speak of the no, it's very hey, funny, man. But you know take your time so, on the winds of winter. For those listening, Steve just said he's at the South Pasadena flea market looking for items like this. Oh, is that so? On, let's see well, maybe we I'm not going to let you finish funny. my story for me after all. If anyone's going to ruin it, it's going to be me. The idea of doing that is so crazy. I might be able to record his audio. Think of spaghetti. Let me see. Spaghetti. No, fuck you. You're not going to distract me. Interesting. A lot of people don't know about this or think about Ooh. this at all. But the the anus, like, forgive me for using a, a term that's actually scientific, but the anus never sees sunlight, and you never get like fresh air on your anus. So what I like to do is when I'm out in Hermosa Beach or when I'm in Long Beach or something, I don't know what I'll do is is I'll just hang out on the beach and I'll just you know I honestly I'll just spread my cheeks to the sun. different than he's been for the past six months. Spread my cheeks to the sun is my spread my cheeks to the sun song. is my favorite tripping daisies song. <laughs> is it working, Noah? So what I, I can do is I I, I, can, I can't separate your guys' audio channels. I would have to record everyone. Yeah, that's a nightmare. Which I can say goodbye. We're gonna say goodbye. Very sweet. That's very sweet of you, Steve. And I love you guys. I finished all my work dude, for the week. It's been busy, crazy. Dude. I'm finally busy. done. It was a crazy week for me, so I'm just going to fucking chill out, get really stoned, and play Animal Crossing. Well, hello there, and welcome to the ad portion of this episode of the Fallon Cast. My name is Elliot, and I'm here to tell you about some really sweet deals. We're going to start with Bespoke Post. Guys, if your mailbox is anything like mine, 90% of the time it's a fairly depressing place. Political flyers, utility bills, unholy amounts of coupons. Once a month, I do have a reason to be stoked, and that's because of my box of awesome from Bespoke Post. You guys have heard us talk about this before. It's a wonderful uh, company that sends dudes cool dude things like uh, grooming goods to barware, to cooking tools, and outdoor gear, and all sorts of other things. It's a box of awesome. Do you get it? They, you see what they're they're doing there um <clears throat> to get started take the quiz at boxofawesome.com your angels will help them pick the right box of awesome for you they release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories it's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel at uh, any time Whew, didn't have enough energy to you know how it is each box uh, costs only 45 dollars, but has over 70 dollars worth of gear inside to get 20 percent off of your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code valleycast at checkout that's 20 percent off your first monthly box 
when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code valleycast at checkout that's valleycast at boxofawesome.com for 20 percent off and that's just one of the many fun things i'm going to tell you about I'm not going to lie, this next company I personally reached out to on Instagram so I could get more of their clothes. I'm talking about Cuts Clothing, guys. Uh, I like t-shirts. This is not one of them currently, but I do have more of them. They were nice enough to send me more, and they're the best t-shirts, and I'm very obsessed with them, and I try to not wear them very much because they are my special ones. They're my favorites. The t-shirt is a menswear staple, but it's long been plagued by horrible conditions. Shrinkage, bacon neck, color fade. I don't know if bacon neck is every time. It cracks me up. Parachute fit, wrinkles, and stretching, to name a few, Uh, and bacon neck. Besides, every classic deserves a modern take, so guys, we're going to tell you about Cuts. Cuts clothing has completely changed the game. Their t-shirt has enough quality and style to wear in the office on a date or anywhere in between. Uh, It's true. So now, you don't have to choose between a classic look and a modern feel. I was just in Florida a few weeks ago. I wore Cuts shirts the entire time. Guess what? Didn't catch anything. Coincidence? Yes. In 2016, Stephen Borelli was struggling to find the perfect t-shirt. I guess he made a company. I'm not going to read all that, but here's the deal, guys. They're wonderful. Uh, They're my favorite t-shirt brand in the world. Fit, fabric, and function. The only shirt worth wearing athletic tailored looking fit is perfect for work their summer collection is really good that was a personal part uh shop by cut you can choose your collar crew v-neck or henley choose your cut elongated split hem or the classic curve hem uh no bacon neck uh and it has a great mix of long sleeve short sleeve collars cuts and colors will have you ready for any situation um that's very true the long sleeve ones are so comfortable too uh it's the only shirt worth wearing and they're just gonna they're hammering that point home so i feel like that's really important to them that it is the only shirt worth wearing once you wear a cut shirt it's impossible to choose a regular t-shirt again i can tell you from personal experience that is true um i've been obsessed with them i love them they're my favorite they're my favorite um they're like another sponsor that we have for under our pants uh but for upper body so just to give you any idea so anyway you get 15 percent off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash valleycast that's cutsclothing.com slash valleycast to get 15 percent off that's cutsclothing.com slash valleycast for 15 percent of the only shirt we'll wear and final ad read uh i don't know about you but i'm very impressed with me having gotten through this so seamlessly uh whether you're working from home or working on your fitness you want what you're listening to to be what you are listening to not what your you know neighbors or roommates are listening to and that's very important right now especially in these times of solitude everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds but before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair you need to check out the wireless earbuds from raycon you already know Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and that they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands you know. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more cl- more more bass. I thought it said more class, but let's assume more class too, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. Um, my girlfriend that uses them a fair amount, they're out there on the counter. They also come with a, a customized uh, little gummy uh, ear gum, ear gummy bears that go in your ear, that mold to your ear. So you can get a nice comfy fit and it's nice and it's very well packaged. So unlike some of their other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during video calls. That's very true. You've heard me talk about how the company was, conf- was co-founded by Ray J. If you haven't heard me talking about that, you haven't been listening. 
and celebrities like Snoop Dogg or Cardi B. Yeah, they're all obsessed with Raycons and you should be too because that's what I, that's how it goes. That's what life is. So uh, pick up a pair and see what all the hype is about. And the way you can do that is you can get the latest and greatest from Raycon and you can get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash valleycast. That's buyraycon.com slash valleycast for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash valleycast. Guys, <clears throat> You know, um, w w uh, back to the show. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. 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 Still great. Rolling. Great. Great. What were we talking about? Sorry I don't know. We're that. back from an ad read now, everybody. Back from an ad read. Hi, everybody. Welcome back from the ad read. Steve could not get figured out and recorded, but he sent his he, he and his anus send his best wishes. <laughs> yeah. I really, next I really wish he could from, say. Uh, <laughs> I just watched last night, I watched his Comedy Central, I was telling you guys, I watched his Comedy Central video, and I wish he was here to tell me about it, because that Dude, is, yeah, next yeah. level. You think he surprised you know all guy, of us, you know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I said on that channel that I broke my penis, and then I came here and said it, so I thought that I could at least see face-to-face -face him say it as well. Yeah. That he, that he lost a sex toy in his anus. He straight up never told the story before. It's not that's not an embellishment at all. We ha we heard nothing mm -hmm. of this. He just told us one day that he filmed the same show as you did, but didn't. And he said, "I told a story that I've never told before," and he See, proceeded to not tell us. This is where, and I, I know we're going to pivot in the conversation here for a moment, but when it comes to you know new media. Uh, and sort of how it's really risen up against all of the mainstream <laughs> media. There is still something about people like Comedy Central, things that have like, you know, network names that cause us to not say everything about our lives around each other, <laughs> just in case one of the big boys comes knocking yeah. for a story that they're going to pay a little extra money for, and it's going to get them a little bit more eyeballs on them. Steve knows exactly what he's doing, and that's a real smart move. <laughs> yeah, he didn't I waste it. I just have to say from... From personal experience with that, um, it was more the reason why I never told my story to anyone until that moment, even though it had happened a year prior, is because of how much shame and every single time yeah, I would think one. about it. And now it's softer, but there is a, a, a there's trauma in you, legitimately, that mm -hmm. every time you even think about it, you grit your teeth and you shiver. So it's like, I don't even want to talk about it until I've processed it. And the yeah. only way that I forced myself to process it is because Comedy Central said, hey, there you, you go. do this, we'll take a meeting with you, we'll hear some of your ideas, and also we'll pay <laughs> you $500. Aren't you and a broke you artist? Go. And I was like, all of this is what I want and what I need. Maybe my dreams will come true. And not that time. <laughs> not that time. But yeah. no. maybe the people in that room will see me another day. Exactly. And Yeah. Imagine how often and how much more people would work through their own trauma and bullshit if they were offered $500 just to do it. And a meeting. And a meeting. <laughs> and a meeting, Joe. 15 minutes. I got to pitch a couple ideas at game shows that I got nervous about, stumbled a little, and I don't think they liked them. So I think they wasn't great. And I still feel bad about what happened to my penis. It still sends shivers down my <laughs> yeah. butt. Still should have went to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Planned Parenthood turned me away. I didn't have my insurance card, and I was scared to talk to my parents about it, and it didn't seem that bad. And it turned out okay. <laughs> That's good. It, so, I promise you that I'm I'm still okay. Who knows so far, so good. The future. You were turned away from Planned Parenthood? Yes, they legally could not even look at my penis. 
Did you try making they said an that appointment they are not... and wait for the doctor, or did you just yes. come into the? <laughs> I tried making an appointment, right? I couldn't yeah. clearly fill out what my issue was through their appointment system, so <laughs> I tried to call, and they said just come in. I went were in. Were you in agony while you were trying to find an appointment on their uh... system? I was scared. No <laughs> agony. It wasn't. It wasn't a lot of pain. You know, yeah. some because like, like realistically, what happened was like one of my ballasts of on the sides of my penis or like you know some blood vessel popped. I don't or need to know like Jimmy's that. name. I don't need to know what Jimmy's <laughs> name is. And uh, and started leaking some blood inside. So it was tender like a bruise, but it didn't necessarily feel like a bruise where there's muscle underneath that's like hurting. Right. Um, but uh, it was definitely tender. But I was scared. I was. I've so heard scared. this story before. I like, and it, couldn't feel my feet. Mm, scared. Getting me again already. Oof. Don't like it. Yeah. Sweating. I go into Planned Parenthood. I have to wait. I'm the only guy there. Finally, it's my turn to go up and like I'm a walk in. Like, how can we help you? And I'm just like, well, you know, I would like to have a doctor check me out. Well, what's wrong with you? Like, oh, I broke my penis. Like, what? Like, yeah, I, I broke my penis, ma'am. She's like, okay, uh, we can't really help you with that. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, we can't really help you. And I'm like, please, I just want someone to look at it. Let me know if, like, they think it's really bad or if, like, maybe it's not too bad. And she's like, there's no one here who's qualified to do that. <laughs> she gave me, like, a thumbs up, qualified. thumbs down. Like, would you be concerned? <laughs> yeah, really, really. If this was your Seriously. penis, what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. It's too bad, really, like, I Comedy Central wasn't else. shooting, a, like, a web series called Is This Bad? Where they would pay you 500 bucks to just, like, take an injury and show it to people on the street. <laughs> Is this bad? And then you yes, would have been. Yeah. But you got to have a meeting. Of course, they're going to promise you a meeting as well. But that would have been mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. That, that <laughs> meeting just takes place in the hospital. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I got turned away. What uh, what happened again? What to your actual? What caused this? What's the? Uh, the cause was shower sex. Um, and shower sex in which my lover um was uh very we'll excited call him Jimmy. as well. <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just call him that. Was very excited, and we both were definitely, you know, making pelvic thrusts. Young love. Didn't sync up at one moment. The space, you know, the water, everything just kind of ended up making a little pop. The physics, Um, yeah. And, yeah. And when I Googled it, this is not a joke. Um, I believe it's it's like a Saudi Arabian kink or like a, a general like Middle Eastern kink. Not that it's common. It's just something that I read where they will actually do what happened to me essentially, but instead of it happening in, you know, the middle of the base of their penis, they do it to the tip of their penis. They pop it. They make a pop almost pop like and a cock it. Cock and pop it. What I read was yeah, they'll both purposefully do it themselves. Oh god. With their hands. Oh god. Or they oh. will yeah. Uh, or uh, and I'm so sorry everyone that's who's horrible. listening. You're forced to learn what I learned because it's the only way for me to get over it. It's like a curse. Yeah. Is uh, they'll also purposefully uh, smash their penis sure, um, against sure, the sure. buttocks. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I, everyone does that, but the the, the popping. Yeah. Um, wow, what a fun man, game. That's so funny. Good for you. I'm glad you're okay now. Yeah. How is that? Uh, too. And um, I hope you no. calm down in the shower. Damn it. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> yes. Slow love. I've slow avoided love. it. I, I don't think I've had shower sex since. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's real. I can't. It's we've scary. covered uh, shower sex and Comedy Central. We've covered uh, your your entrepreneurial endeavors. Um, but how's like outside of like the work and stuff? How is 
life been for the past four or five months for you? Uh, Noah's in LA with us as well, but uh, I mean, are you just kicking it at home? Like, how are you handling all this? What's your thing? How yeah, you staying yeah, happy? Yeah, kicking it at home. Huh? Yeah, I'm happy enough. Um, you know, I wasn't necessarily doing much before, so staying in the house is pretty pretty common for me. I'm now kind of learning how to cook a little bit, and for me, that means I make yes! a mean scrambled egg. Good I man. I can out scramble anyone's egg. Um, oh, I grilled a steak. That's pretty cool. Dang, Joe, yeah, sure dude. Proud of me. dude. Yeah, I, I am. Found, yeah. Listen to this, y'all. Straight up, I'm gonna cut you off here. No, no, no. Tell me about it. If it's okay. cooking recipes, I'm here. It is, and it's. Listen to me. It's filet mignon. What? All right. Sounds really fancy. You go to filet mignon. I found this recipe. It's so easy, and it takes like ten minutes. You heat up an oven. You need a cast iron skillet or some kind of a pan that you can put in the oven. You sear it on both sides for a little bit. Put it in the oven. You get a little. You make a little chive butter with it, dude. Ooh. Fellas, ah. it's like a five star. Joe, it was like the steaks we had that time at that place before the world changed. You know that time at that like, place with the steaks. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yes. Um, oh. And it's so good. I can send you all the recipe uh, or put it in the description to this podcast. But uh, <laughs> it's so good if you because the flaming yawn, the steaks themselves are, are expensive, but not like you would pay it like a restaurant where they're like 50 bucks. You can do this so easy. And when you do, it, you're like, I can't believe it's that you could. You can't believe how easy it is. You just can't believe it. You just can't believe it, dude. Do you got, can I change your guys' lives right now as far as cooking goes? Because I've become kind of yeah, a, let me know. kind of a wizard through all of this. Use the money. Buy an Instapot. It's like a uh, it's like a crock pot on steroids. You know how like I'll make a stew yeah. and I'm like, hey Elliot, I'm making a stew. Yes, I do know Joe. I'll make that stew and on a crock pot, normal day, that's like a six to eight hour endeavor. And that's a great endeavor because it's like wafting into the house and it gives that's you wonderful. something to expect for the the whole day. The anticipation is like half of it and it's great. But what if I want something faster, Joe? You can make that same damn <laughs> stew in the Instapot in like forty minutes. 40 minutes. You can take you can take frozen chicken breasts, like three pounds of them, throw in it, frozen, throw them in there, and they're ready in 18 minutes. It's weird, wizard, pressure cooking stuff. It's insanity, and it makes you feel like a cooking god. You got little recipes on the internet. Holy you just, you just use your little fingertips, and you, you put them in. You type those in, and it's like it's changed everything. It's insane. It's a microwave. You have a microwave, Joe. But it's better. It's so good. <laughs> Oh my god. Do it. Do it. That's amazing. Instapot, not sponsored yet. I would that'd be great. Joe, you Instapot. seem like a stew maker. What's that? When I think of you, uh, you seem like a stew maker and I I and I mean this in the nicest way. You're like a mother bear and I love it. Thank you. But Thank also, you. also a moose at the same time. Of, of his uh <laughs> he'll send photos of his like stew. But creations it always i know when you have the bowl of stew in your hand it smells delicious and wonderful but if you just <laughs> the see pictures stew, are horrible terrible and it always looks like right. you threw up into the bowl and i'm sure it's it i know the idea of it and it looks delicious but i was like man it's like i think joe's like trying to turn me off a stew <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not well yeah because then there's more for me dude people exactly. cook desserts in these things this this magic pot i, I, I need to get one yeah i really want to get one just because the shit that cooks shit super fast it's wonderful it scares me it scares you at first because it feels like unnatural like cooking chicken is kind of it's always kind of feels like a uh 
you're playing you're taking a lot of chances like i grew up being like salmonella make sure you overcook it and it's always dry mm-hmm. and shitty but you throw it in this thing and it's perfect and like all the fear is gone all the fear yeah it's yeah great. you want to know a whole what one of my friends one. said to me that's unbelievable joe you just but started salmonella wise <laughs> yeah yeah i had a friend tell me uh because i was talking about cooking and he was sharing how you know he cooks chicken and I was talking, obviously, I'm new to it. I don't want to cook chicken. I'm scared of getting salmonella. Mm-hmm. And he responded with, oh, you'll be fine. Just drink a little soap. And I thought he was joking. And he was not joking. He really thought that you would be okay if you just added a little soap. Like, you would be fine. <laughs> it's soap. What does soap do? I was like, that's not that's not how it works. No. You can't just intake a parasite and then drink this, you know, base poison and expect to live how did you get this far we're, we're, uh, yeah That's jimmy insane. god dang it jimmy jimmy again <laughs> it never stops with him uh anyway so you're you're doing scram- is it really just scrambled egg noah or are you doing like somewhat have you tried any fancy recipes oh, dude i just uh i guess the fanciest recipe is i've done a gordon ramsay steak before although i didn't have nice. an iron skillet so I did grill it. I like adapted it because yep. I watched a different video on grilling, but I still used uh, Gordon Ramsay's recipe and like made his butter and like you know spiced Ugh. it the same way, and it tasted oh, great. Wonderful. Yeah, it's um, the best. Mm. I'm real spoiled because yeah. uh, Grace gets the HelloFresh meals, and then <gasps> you, uh, it's like all individually portioned ingredients, and they're all fresh, and she like makes the meal, and then it's like a meal. Yeah, you should try it. That is, I can give you a code. So freaking cool. <laughs> Seriously. What a world. It's wonderful because everything comes in its little packet. It's like one clove of garlic and then, you know, a little tea, you know, half tablespoon of cayenne. And then it just tells you step by step how to mix it. And when it's done, it's like you have a really like significantly fresh meal and it makes you feel it's like different types of food, too. So it's really nice. I just gave them a free, I guess, ad spot on this. But it's <laughs> not sponsored. Very nice. Yet. <laughs> that is so cool because I feel it's, like that's. That's what I imagined people thought was going to happen in the future when they were in, like, the 50s. Totally. And it's I don't know. Exactly, that just yeah. feels really cool. Yeah, it's like watching – because I remember growing up watching cooking shows, and then I would try to cook, and I'd be like, the difference between cooking at home and the cooking shows, in addition to the talent level, is that also they have all the ingredients, like, on the table, all in those little dishes. And like, grab this, and you throw this in, and you grab this. And then you're like, that's not what I have in my kitchen unless I, like, take everything out individually. But when they send it to you, oh, it's wonderful. Mm. Damn. Mm. So, uh, cool. Speaking of I shows, um, forced segue. I started watching Unsolved Mysteries, the return of Unsolved Mysteries, and I am so happy. Not for the mysteries, because the mysteries are all sad and very tragic. But man, it's a good. <laughs> it's a good show. It's a good show. What's it like? That that just got released right on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Are you familiar with the old Unsolved Mysteries, Noah? No, no, isn't that when they're just like, Nancy was killed. Who did it? Maybe your husband? Probably her husband, but because of bureaucratic justice <laughs> loopholes, it's not yet. Um, the new season wow. so far, I'm like three or four episodes in. It is all just tragic murder. The old school one, they would also pepper in, and Elliot, I think you might be farther than me in this new version, but they'll pepper in some paranormal, like some ghost stories and stuff, and that was always <laughs> great. Um, and I'm waiting for I, I that a little bit. I stopped okay, watching because well, I got all murder. lost. 
Did you <laughs> did you get into did you get the one where it falls into the the man the hole the man the hole yeah the man, man yeah. the manhole the yeah manhole. the manhole man yeah where obviously it's like yeah his business partner did it <laughs> yeah. and it's like but mysteries uh, but it's yeah. really good and uh, they they tweaked the theme song just enough just enough to where it doesn't give me nightmares every time I hear it and man. I don't have to fast forward through it. I'm glad to hear that other people were terrified of this show because I always feel like I get terrified at the easiest things, and I didn't know anybody else found that show scary in the olden days. So I'm glad that it's that man still scares me. That trench coat, Rob- Robert Stack, is that his name? Whatever the host is, the voice, the whole thing. The yeah, he was like, great. Set that he was on. Too much. You know, I'm pretty sure, and I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. He created helped create the show because i think his his own kid was no, i think you're thinking of uh fbi america's most wanted or FBI that's what or i'm FBI. thinking of yep yeah. you're right you're right With i was gonna say guy. robert stack's um own kid was um a ghost <laughs> it's what it is yeah yeah uh no it Wait, is robert the FBI Stack. most wanted his daughter was most wanted his daughter <laughs> no. was uh yeah his daughter. and he was like well you gotta monetize this shit like even this <laughs> yeah he created uh, the show to catch his daughter. <laughs> it's like, so the hook is that my daughter is the America's Most Wanted. Uh, she is an international uh, espionage terrorist. But uh, yeah, they, uh, he, his daughter uh, died tragically. So anyway. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yeah. No, yeah. It, it, she did, I guess. It was kidnapped. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yep, yep, oh yep, my. yep. But the opposite, the opposite thing that you said was funny, but. Not bad. But then when I realized what the truth yep. was, I felt bad. Yep. And that's 2020 mm-hmm. in a nutshell. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah. Man, right. This, Essentially. This podcast, thank you again, uh, Noah, for doing this. But these come out on Wednesday. And it's of always course. weird because the world keeps getting crazier and crazier. But I keep every time we talk about like I always hesitate to talk about how crazy it is because I'm like, oh, if it comes out on Wednesday, everything's probably going to be totally calm by then. And this isn't going to be relevant anymore. But um it doesn't matter. It's just getting crazier and crazier. It's a mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. reason to be concerned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's well, only uh, a clear propaganda tactic. That's about it. Tell exactly. us more what about your it? Nickelodeon my propaganda brain every day with distractions. <laughs> yeah. What a great technique developed in like 1962. Yeah. God. What about this now? Yeah. So you're great. podcasting, Sorry. right, Noah? What's your podcast about? Yeah. Uh, so it's called Noah Grossman Live. We just came back from a hiatus because on on similar things for like four weeks. I do it on Tuesdays and then a video version comes out Thursdays on my YouTube. But I just couldn't. I, I It's just what it is. Like during these four weeks, like I really didn't even post on my Instagram. And it's not like boohoo me. I'm like someone great because I didn't like shoehorn myself into the conversation. It's just really what it is. Like there's a time to listen. And it's like you don't need mm-hmm. my account on your feed. There's someone else more close to the current issue that can speak to you. And that's like the clear point is that it's about the current issue that's happening. So if someone's close yep. to the current issue, they should be the one speaking. If it's a different issue, you know, let's talk about Jewish Americans or how we feel about other things. Like, Hey, I might be able to speak a little, but there's probably better people still. But yeah, uh, we all took a yeah. step back during that. Dude, I'm glad um, to hear you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel even now it's like, I don't have any desire to post anything. Yep. I mean, we, but we're mm-hmm. all just sort of like we are existing and kind of all hands on deck but also listening and also like you're saying letting other people who uh know what they're talking about actually speak is a real wise move and a lot of people i don't seem like i don't know i wish it would catch on a little bit 
Because man, if there's not be a lot nice. of noise, you know, yeah. <laughs> or like at least talk. catch on to an apology, or like you know a a, a de-escalation statement. Like that's my issue with most of it. Yeah, it's like how are you after getting the reaction, like still sticking to your guns? Like right, like past your personal beliefs, you should take in from the response, and and like this is the worst part. This is unfortunately the worst part is like, number one, you should actually feel it when you apologize, you should. You should legitimately feel it, and you should understand why you're needing to apologize. Answer, you know, why you made the choice you did, where your headspace was, what you learned, and how you're gonna move on, you know, and who you offended, how, and apologize for it. But you don't even really have to feel that in order to do that. So like, I can't, I can't handle anyone making like public stupid statements and standing yeah. behind them, that's it. I guess I don't have yeah. large examples other than, you know, anyone who's outwardly, like, anti-mask or, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's yeah, I think very, we know um, what you're talking about. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're all on the same, um, the same general page. I think being, um, the apology part is, like, if you are going, it's, yeah, if you admit that there's a problem... It, then you have to apologize if there's a problem in some way. You have to like reconcile that. So if you don't, if you can't handle the idea of entering into somebody else's pain that maybe you don't know, then you have to pretend that the problem doesn't exist. And then your brain has to spend all its time trying to come up with reasons and like scaffolding of logic to be like, oh well, they yeah, have to do this and blah blah blah. And it's just mm-hmm. like doing mm-hmm. anything they can to not have an emotional response to something that they're either I think confused by or uh, threatened by in some. Yeah. In some way. What a crazy building, time. Yeah. Building emotional house the houses of cards. And we've said it before. It's like it's it there's so much going on too. It's it's like you said, no, it's it's <laughs> we've got a big social movements and cultural movements running right along at the same time as a, a as a pandemic, and there are these two massive things that the brain can barely handle one at a time, and we're trying to do uh both of those with you know climate change whistling in the background. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's a mind it's a mind fry I think for anybody. So good on you for realizing like man I need, just need to to take a break and stepping out from it. Yeah, yeah. It cost me a lot of followers though. Still on the downward tick. So you know. Welcome. We are, we all are. How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> Feels like I got to keep going because that's the only answer I got. Get rid of them, man. I was like, I we took the COVID test and uh, I came back negative and I put it on my Instagram story and I was like, is this okay? Can I put that it's negative? And I was like, wait a minute, I don't have a virus and I'm putting on there to wear a mask as well. And I was like, this is going to get, this could, the fact that I'm even having the second guess it proves a, that I'm like scared of my own shadow right now. uh, And then B Mm -hmm. that it's crazy times because that's such a, I think such a very innocent thing to, to promote. But, um, there's just a, a gun. You want you wanted to promote, yay! I'm not sick, and hey, help make other people don't not get sick. sick yourself. And you were like, right? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't get sick and go. I didn't want to go. Hey, I'm not sick. Uh, look at how cool I am. Not wearing a mask. It would be like I got, <laughs> didn't get sick. And yeah. I also wear a mask everywhere. Uh, and uh, yeah, and use hand sanitizer like it's my favorite thing. But yeah, it's a, it's just crazy. We're just living in in a fun little uh, fun little adventure time. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know what? Yeah. God. Yeah. Any uh, any religious stuff, Noah? Any? Um... <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I no. guess. Yeah, <laughs> no. 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 Don't ask me. 
Don't ask me. No, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. No, don't ask You're me to rant on some are shit. I'll rant on Jewish? it. Are you Jewish? Are you or? Oh no, not at all. Not in that right. way. And where? Oh, no, where no, what is your no. stance on? Do you know Leviticus? Are you familiar with Leviticus four? Are you? Uh, I'm not. But is that the one that talks about the end of time? <laughs> Maybe I don't. And know. And like the giants or something? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I think no. I'll let the. I was going to mention on, on God. That, yeah. No, I will no, always rant on this because. I think it's a real reality is the idea that the vice president is Mike Pence and the idea that what he represents is a very extremist evangelical movement, evangelical, let me attempt to say the word, but the idea of the religious extremists and their point of view is one of like both, it is almost their job to see about the apocalypse, the rapture, because that's what their book says and they will be saved, so they are here essentially for that moment. Oh, they're waiting. But also my fear within them the idea that like and i say this a bunch of california were to have a massive earthquake while the pandemic is happening you know explosions everywhere you know massive flooding whatever's happening even something as simple as as you know climate change and the effects of it someone like mike pence and i don't know him personally so i can't really say this but as a dude who is well known as can't be in the room with another woman unless his wife is there and like will not wear a mask and also look at him there's not much firing he would look at that and probably just be like, oh, that's what happens when you're a bunch of liberal sinners. Like, you you are in Sodom. You worship the devil. You have these liberal views. You, like, gay people marry, all these things. You have abortions. So, of course, the rapture is going to happen, and not none of you are going to be saved. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you're 100% right, yeah. Yeah, especially with, uh, I mean, that happens with Pat Robertson and all that. And they, uh, that whole club. Who's Pat Robertson? Uh, he's the host of the 700 Club, which is uh, one of the more popular television shows for evangelicals. It's like a talk show, basically, but he uh, spouts a lot of pro-Trump stuff. Occasionally, during the pandemic, he's condemned him every now and then, but he's a big talking head for that whole community, and I'm sure it would be in line with whatever Pence would say. But yeah, it's mm -hmm. a, it, it all goes back to the same thing, where it's like, even with the pandemic, the the uh, like you're saying, the idea of an earthquake, the lack, they, they have a almost a desire for it like it proves them right when bad things happen because it shows that they're on the trajectory toward the end times and i think that's really dangerous as i mean i think getting at the spin is so easy yeah. to to be like this is the thing that uh, affirms our beliefs and this other thing that didn't happen was just the devil so yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you really. can't be wrong if that's the case by the way sodom california is uh my favorite part of wine country <laughs> Sodom does sound like a, Calif a city in California with that sell <laughs> wine. Yeah, I'm not about that. Honestly, <laughs> and it would be a great city to stay at after midnight. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be Hollywood Boulevard too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, uh, it that's definitely would light. be exactly what it is. Yeah. All right, All right I'm right. cutting well, it, guys. Noah, thank you for joining us. Nice. Of course. Nice low-key chat. Thank you, Noah. Yeah. Yeah. I love that your Thank background you has been that background the whole time. And I really do, I really do want you to just start a conspiracy. Forget the Nickelodeon thing, but if you were just doing straight up like conspiracy theory <laughs> talks with that background. Or like kids shows. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. It'd be Great. the best thing ever. This is um, actually a chart. It's all connected, Joe. If only you could understand the message. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, yeah. Those are all just words. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the All the first right. letter of every color spells out something. Uh, Noah, do the thing where you tell people uh, what you want them to follow you on. So you, what are whatever projects you would love to uh, do at the end here to remind them. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much for having me so that I could just talk about myself. If you're interested in checking out what I'm doing, um, this month's a crazy month. You can check out Introverts and Extroverts on the App Store and Google Play. Download it. Play it. Give it a nice review. I'm happy that I had a good review. That's cool. Isn't that nice? I wouldn't uh, you have can read also it. Check Dude, out... I, could, I would have felt so bad. <laughs> right? If it was horrible, I have one review. There's probably only been like 12 downloads. Like, Dude, honestly, I, I have not lied. mentioned it to many people. I would have made up a positive review, and I would have told you after the wow. podcast. Wow. Well, now That's you how. might have done a but Now we don't know if it's real. <laughs> no, it's no, no, no. He it. showed it to the camera. I saw the it. The one I'm it. leaving right now is scathing. <laughs> scathing is a good Sorry, word. Okay. I like that word, Ellie. Uh, yeah check me out on youtube check me out on instagram google my name hopefully i, I pop up thank you guys for having me thank yeah, you dude. very much noah thank uh, you to everybody listening and check out patreon.com slash the valley folk because we are gonna be back we're surviving and we can't wait to make comedy with our friends more of it together in the same room one day but thank you again noah and thank you to joe beretta who and joe thank you. you look great you look like oh. thank you. all right guys all right, Uh, goodbye!